welcome to the Eyes Wide Open Life podcast. I'm the host, Rocco Jarman, and you're listening to a Reflections episode. Reflections episodes are not the episodes where we discuss long, technical, often challenging material. These are where we cover shorter um, pieces of poetry or prose or writing, something that's inspired me or one of the listeners and we go through it with some some thoughtfulness and see if we can connect a little bit to the sacred. And very specifically, sacred does not need to have anything to do with shared ideas of religion or God or whimsy. It's simply the answered wish to find something deep, foundational and beautiful about this world in our sense of private gratitude and belonging we get from that discovery. This Reflections episode is a reading of Rudyard Kipling's poem, If. If is a treatise, really, on Stoicism. Now, Stoicism is largely misunderstood in modern context. It's peddled and pushed by some really immature pretty boring uh, ambassadors like Ryan Holiday w- with, without much um, nuance or, or, or real deep understanding of philosophy. Stoicism isn't emotionlessness or um, this recipe for children on, on how to behave like adults. It is a philosophy of self-mastery. If is a wonderful piece, especially since I became a a parent again, um, four weeks ago now. Baby Maya is four weeks old when I recorded this, and she's doing well. Our lives are completely upside down. And Stoicism is actually a really useful philosophy at the moment. At the heart of it is is equanimity. That means not indifference to what's going on, but an acceptance of what's going on, whether it suits you or not. And that's not just acceptance of negative things that happen. That's a kind of calm acceptance of positive things that happen as well. You kind of take the, the heady tops and the draining bottoms out of your the sine curve of life it's also a wonderful message to somebody who's trying to reparent themselves much of my own inner child work was directed by the sentiment that i found in this poem if i'm going to get straight into it here if by rudyard kipling if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, 
if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves, to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to, broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and, which is more, you will be a man, my son. F is a very special poem for me. Um, my work, I realized, is very much um, bringing a message <clears throat> or an embodiment or, a, or living the, the paradigm of the father, the archetypal father. And I, I did this because of this like philosophy or principle that I've kind of developed for myself, which is you go looking earnestly for something and when, when you can't find it, it's your invitation to create it. It's the reason I made this podcast. It's the reason I recorded um, meditations. It's the reason I made my Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, rash cards. It's the reason I started a whiskey tasting club. It's the everything I wanted that I couldn't find. I went looking for it earnestly. When I couldn't find what I was looking for, I just thought, "Fuck it, <clears throat> I'm going to create it." And what I went looking for, as many men do, is this initiation or this formula or this rite of passage or a means to measure myself um, to say. What is what is a good man? Am I a good man? What do I need to do to become a good man? What does a good man do? How does a good man behave? And I've spoken with a few people, and what I've discovered is there's this experience that young young men and well, young men become older men. But some of the closest friends that I have, the people that I really regard as actual men, in other words, not just men in years, but men in conduct, men people who understand loyalty. Not loyalty until it becomes uncomfortable or who understand duty and responsibility, but they they own their own shit and they are self-aware and they don't let whatever held them back in their past continue to hold them back in the future. They, they practice vulnerability. They cry. They tell me they love me. They, they're not afraid <clears throat> to, to come to themselves basically for permission. The one common thing that I've, I've discovered is none of them eventually found a leader, a man to follow, a system. They were all kind of slightly heartbroken or disenfranchised or let down by what the world had to offer. 
and instead of deciding the kind of man they wanted to be, or for myself this was true as well, instead of deciding the kind of man I wanted to be by following the example of other, I decided the kind of man I didn't want to be by noticing very carefully the poor examples set by so many people. My own father figures, um, the the men that I chose to place stock in, um, the brothers that I I chose to place stock in, the, the teachers and leaders that I chose to place stock in. And they're all flawed human beings. And they were too wrapped up in their own bullshit to be able to face the shame of, of their limitations or to be able to be honest and vulnerable. And so they always pretended to be something that they weren't. And I realized very, very quickly, this is not the kind of man I wanted to be. And so, but innocently and naively, I just kept searching, just kept searching, just kept searching until I eventually realized that no one else is coming. No one is coming to set the example. No one is coming any longer to show me the way or to give me permission because there are no really, really good men, although I certainly didn't have them available, to tell me this is what you need to do and once you've done it, you've arrived. And I wrote a poem about that, that experience and it was a moment of realization. And as soon as I realized it, I, it changed my life and I had to try and share that with other people. And really it was the birthplace of this project, the art project on, on Instagram, all my public speaking and all of the work that I do with <clears throat> men and women in guiding them to psychological and spiritual adulthood. And the poem is called Just Hats. It goes like this. I waited for long enough, patiently at first, and then impatiently for a better man to arrive. And he never did. I waited a long time as men are taught to wait on your betters. But I went looking for them faithfully, and we have been left, I discovered, to my ever-growing surprise, as it always was with all men in such times, that there never were actual people, just hats, the persistent phantoms of expectations of where our betters ought to be. And that when in times of need arise, as only great men do, they put on the fucking hat and take on fully that entire charge of everything that goes with it in an instant. And that instant has arrived. So a couple of things I realized when no one else is coming about the Just Hats piece um, is no one else is coming to save you. No one else is coming to fix the boo-boos. No one else is coming to forgive you, to deal with your shit for you. Um, But by the same token, no one else is coming to judge you for your efforts. There's no final moment. There's no Anubis that's going to put your soul in the scales and tell you whether you're a good man or not, or a good woman or not, or a good adult or not, or a good anybody. This is for us to decide. And all we really need is honesty. We don't need a secret formula. We don't need rules or permissions from an ism, a religion, an ideology, a philosophy, a book. We need to make the laws iron within ourselves. We need to figure ourselves out and own our shit. So we're not responsible for the traumas that happen to us as young people. But we're responsible for fixing it. We're responsible for owning it. And generational trauma is exactly collective term 
the collective term for what's wrong with our world. We're not fixing our shit, we're passing it on to every new generation and we're doing it without even realizing we're doing it. The problem is that we, we're all thinking of ourselves as the victim, hoping somebody's going to come along and something's going to come along, but no one else is coming. And the, the, op the opportunity we've got here is to realize that generational trauma is caused because hurt people hurt people. So when somebody was hurt, they haven't processed their pain. It means that the relationships that they try and manage moving forwards will invariably end up <clears throat> um, unconsciously or not deliberately hurting other people. So the best thing we can do is take that ownership of our lives. And there's nothing better than the poem F to be a really healthy reminder of that swings and roundabouts nature of life and the fact that we don't get to choose our ups and downs, but we do get to choose the manner in which we face those. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, make allowances for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by names to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that is in it. And, which is more, you will be a man, my son. I hope you enjoyed that Reflections episode. I enjoy creating them and recording them because they're nice counterpoints to the, the usual episodes that I record, which are quite dense and quite difficult to digest, and they're always heavy material. Um, they're meant to take the place of contemplations or homilies, and the reason we sometimes used to seek out um, spiritual community because we are so bombarded with um, shallow information designed to distract and outrage us that it's nice sometimes to take a moment and reflect on something deep and meaningful and personal and come to stillness and uh, share this in the interest of um, just a better life for ourselves and better relationships between us and other people. 
So if you have a piece that you'd like us to cover on a Reflections episode, please email me at eyeswideopenlife.org, info at eyeswideopenlife.org. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Until then, take care. So one announcement in, I'd like to add into the, this episode, and I'll add it into the couple of subsequent episodes as well, is as I mentioned in the Reflections episode, Every time, I have a philosophy that every time I cannot find what it is that I'm looking for. And if I, after looking for it seriously um, and, and earnestly, and I can't find what I'm looking for, it's, it's like a kind of message from the universe for me to go create it. So I'm looking for a very specific kind of meditation, one that isn't technical, one that um, really just reminds me what's core and key to mindfulness so that I can separate out all the noise and all the theory and all the opinions and shit and just really get to the heart of what a mindfulness session ought to be about. So I've started recording a set of guided meditations in a series um, and I've posted them up on YouTube and you can find these. So I think there's, there's four in there at the moment, four sessions at the time of recording this and the the address or the the thing to search on youtube is ewo space life so ewo obviously stands for eyes wide open so the channel is called ewo space life and you'll see some of the work i'm doing with the facing discomfort group but you'll also find a playlist they're called guided meditations and they're carefully labeled with nice descriptions as to what each of the meditations are about. Some of them have a small lesson up front and a reflection at the end. Um, but the core of every 20-minute session is a mindfulness practice. So right from a very, very basic, very, very simple introduction to exploring different styles of meditation and mindfulness. But again, just cutting out all the chafe and all the noise and just getting straight down to what meditation is supposed to be about. So if that's interesting to you, or if you'd like to start or deepen your practice, or you'd like to maybe hear a, a clear set of instructions on how to how to do this and see how this compares with your existing practice, go to YouTube and search EWO Space Life and go to the playlists and you'll see the guided meditation series there. I will also add a link to that at the in the description section of this episode. If there's any questions, as always, email me info at eyeswideopenlife.org.